Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. What's good? What's good? What's good, y'all? You know, I usually start my shit off like, yeah, yeah. I got mad energy today. Fuck all that. I got mad energy today, man. And I hope everybody have a beautiful and blessed fucking day. You feel me? Like, I just want to get into a lot of things today because, like, I feel like my weekend started kind of early. Super fucking early, bro. First and foremost, I want to say happy birthday to my man, Julius. We turned up for this nigga birthday on a fucking Thursday. On a fucking Thursday, man. That the rock, that, that the rock, that direct posit hit at like two for me on a Friday. Now, let me just tell y'all about my weekend. Like, all right, so first, Velvet, shout out to Velvet too. Velvet fucking hits niggas up on Thursday talking about she won the raffle for Turtle Bay. But the day of, she hits us up and talk about, oh, I didn't know. Oh, motherfucker, you knew. You just didn't want to tell nobody. They're going to tell us, all right, we're going to link up. So we link up. Everybody's on nigga time. You know what nigga time mean. They mean they're not going to be on time. If they tell you a time, expect them to come two hours after that time that they recently told you. Everybody's on nigga time. I hit up Julius. He talk about he in the barbershop getting a haircut. The, now, mind you, the happy hour was, was from 9 to 12. I hit this nigga up at 9.30. He's talking about he's getting a fucking haircut. He's a combo. Julius, you're a fucking combo. I want you to know that, my nigga. So I'm out in the cold and there before everybody. So I, I get in there. I'm like, yo, fuck it. I'm going to just go in. I was, I was like wandering around and shit like that. So I, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go in. So I end up going in because um, when you win the raffle, you usually have to say their name at the door so you could get a wristband. So it's drinks are free for that person, but then it's half of one drinks for every person that says their name. So I went in there. I'm in there. I'm on my phone or whatever. Um, I hear somebody go, Corey. I hear somebody go, Corey. I left my head up. It's my man Kwame. Shout out to my man Kwame. He went to Taft with me, man. Went to Taft High School. You are with me. I see him, nigga. Me and him start chopping it up. Like, OD, remembering good times and shit like that. He like, yo, pull up to the bar with me. So I, I pulls up to the bar with him. He getting drinks. Uh, he giving me his shit. Security guard hating. Talking about you can't give um, a person your free drinks. Oh, yes, he can, nigga. He won the raffle. Nigga, mind your fucking business. Yo, yes, he can. Nigga hating. But the drinks that they making is kind of watered down. They giving them out for free. So Kwame started tipping. Kwame started tipping and niggas started spiking on shit. I don't really drink soda like that. It was, um, I think it was rum and coke, if I'm not mistaken. So that the coke was kind of fucking with me. Like, I don't drink soda. I was diabetic type 2. So I, I really don't fuck with soda like that. So the, the, the rum, I mean, the coke was kind of fucking with me. So I was like, yo, tell that nigga to stop putting so much coke into this shit. Cause he's and then he's putting ice like you're basically watering it down. So I end up getting drinks. Then about an hour later, I think Velvet came. Velvet come with her coworker. We start getting lit. Then this nigga Julius walks in at eleven thirty. Mind you, the shit in at twelve. He walked in eleven thirty. Julius started getting his shit. So now he like, yo, it's my birthday and my man's my man's. I got a uh, birthday twin. 
he gonna be up in Sin City. Now, if you listen to my podcast, I'm a little against going to strip clubs. I think I need to lighten up on that idea because it's just for fun, whatever. But I was against people throwing their tax money at strippers. That was the corny part to me. I didn't really, I'm not a big fan of that shit. Like, I'm really not a big fan of niggas throwing their fucking tax money at strippers. You telling me you owe bills that's affecting your credit and you want to throw money at strippers. The money, the money, this bitch is going to take your money and smoke weed or get on Snapchat with your fucking money. Buy a bottle of Henny with your fucking money. Tax money is the shit we work for. Fuck out of here. I'm not giving her that type of money. So, um, oh, so we head up to Sin City. Now, this is my first time in, t- in Sin City. $20 to get in. Sin City's a scam. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you why Sin City's a fucking scam. I'm going to tell you. $20 to get in. We get in. We go straight to the, I think we had tables or some shit. We had a VIP section. So, you got to buy bottles to sit at the tables. So, niggas get the handy or whatever. I'm like, yo, I'm sitting there. I ain't got no money on me. Like, I didn't withdraw no money. A nigga really sat there waiting at 2 a.m. so I could go to the ATM and pull out some money. So, a stripper comes up to me. This is some epic shit. So, <laughs> a stripper comes up to me. She about like 6'1", because you know strippers with heels. So, she come up to me and she like, you got a girlfriend? I'm like, nah, I don't got a girlfriend. She like, you think you can handle this? I'm like, I'm like, I suck my teeth, but like a sarcastic suck my teeth, not a disrespectful suck my teeth. So I, I suck my teeth like, is she serious? Like I bust her fucking ass. Is she crazy, my nigga? Is she stupid? Are you dumb? <laughs> so, are you dumb? I like the way Nikki, I mean Nikki, I like the way Remy Ma said that shit. Shout out to Queen Flip, Queen Flip said that shit too. Um... So she started twerking a bitch, twerking on my stomach because she's mad fucking tall. She's mad fucking tall. She started twerking on my stomach. I'm looking at her like like a funny look. Like, first of all, you're trying to take my money. Second of all, you're twerking on my stomach. That's not near my dick. So she like, why are you looking at me like that? I'm like, because I see this shit on IG all the time. It does not turn me on. She got up. She said, oh, I respect, and and left. So now I'm waiting for 2 o'clock to still hit, ladies and gentlemen. 2 o'clock hits. I run to the fucking ATM. I said, Julius, how much you think the ATM is? He's like, yo, I ain't going to lie. Back in the days when I used to come, it used to be high. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Go to the ATM. I withdraw. I go to withdraw a buck, a hundred. My nigga, why the ATM fee was $10. So if you got Chase, you're going to get charged a non-ATM fee. and then it's, So $12 to withdraw $10. I mean $100. Scam part one. Scam part two. Boom. Go give my man. Go to my man Jules. Give him some chicken. Chicken me money in, in New York. Go back. To the um stripper bank, let me get forty dollars in singles. It's no bullshit. I'm telling y'all the raw edit part. I go to the fucking strip bank, go get the lady the money. Boom, my money come back. I start counting a little bit. I'm like one, two, three, four, five. Six. All right, 
I got 10 singles. Go back. My man, one of his mans is like, yo, give me 20. So I got to go over there. So I'm like, I started counting this shit. I got $38. I ain't throw a fucking dollar yet. So I'm like, yo, I, I go back to the stripper bank. Real nigga shit. Yo, uh, I came in. I got 40. I ain't throw no money. I'm $2 short. Read the sign. For every 20th dollar, they take a dollar out. Scan part two. <laughs> now I'm like, oh, these strip clubs is really a great business because they scam niggas out of money. They probably overpriced for watered down drinks. You got to pay to get in. The ATM is ten dollar fee, and then and then the twenty. Imagine if a nigga withdraw five hundred dollars, and then he get five hundred in singles, and then imagine doing that to five hundred people a day. Mine probably more than five hundred. At that point, the business in me, the business mind kicked in. Like, yo, this is why strip clubs stay open so long and re- rarely shut down because. They making mad money, and they they chipping at it. They chipping. They not even getting niggas that's throwing the money. They chipping. They chipping at niggas' pockets, like chipping. So, all right, now a nigga sitting with 40 singles, and I got extra chicken in my pocket, right? I, sat, I got some extra chicken in my pocket. So, sitting down, want this, I think the same joint. That came to me before comes back to me, so now she's wilding like she's I'm, she doing a split on my shit. But remember, she tall, so she like, damn, I can't dance on you how I want to because she's mad tall. She like motherfuckers is stepping on my hands as I'm trying to do like handstands and shit. So I'm like, I'm like, um, nah, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. I'm still throwing my point money in her thong. Wilding, throwing money in her thong. I'm like, oh, this shit is lit. I kind of like this shit. Niggas told me before you go to the strip club, to any nigga that never been to a strip club, don't make eye contact with the strippers, my nigga. That's how the devil enters your soul and enter your pockets. Do not make eye contact with the strippers. That's rule number one. I never knew this. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, these bitches not going to get me. Y'all not trying to manipulate me. So I'm throwing money in pocket. So she was cool. She dips off. Um, another joint pulls up, little skinny shit. She's shaking her little booty, but she's mad New York. I'm like, yo, she gotta be from Brooklyn. Talking to her, she from Brooklyn. She like, I'm dead, yo. You a funny nigga? Like, I was just cracking jokes and shit, throwing mad money at her. Boom, boom, boom. And then we started talking about, cause I've been, I've been to Strokers in Atlanta, but I didn't throw money. So she was like, yo, I ain't got a lot. New York strip clubs ain't got nothing with Atlanta strip clubs. Like, them bitches walk around naked. So I was like, why would you feel some type of way about walking around naked? You're already a stripper. I can't be walking with my cooch out. I'm like, you already naked with your tits out. Fuck is you talking about? Fuck is she talking? <laughs> fuck is she talking about? So she like, nah, I just can't fuck with that shit. She was mad cool. Mad fucking cool. Mad down to earth and cool. But, you know, she did for a reason. Boom. Third stripper come through. Got the fattest ass, my nigga. The fattest ass, bro. Mad skinny. I love skinny girls with fat asses. I don't know why. She come through. She's sitting on a nigga. But as she, like, twerking on a nigga, 
I smell some foul shit. Some foul shit. Some fish smelling shit. So I'm like, you know how in your head when you smell that type of shit, you try to give it a second chance, third chance. And of course, you like, all right, now I know. I start looking around to see if there's other, like, females in the area. It was another female. She was dancing on my mans. But she been there for mad long. Ass stupid fat. Look, it looked like two midges in a sleeping bag, literally. But smell good, n- nice teeth, everything. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? So she rubbing on my, she's um twerking on my dick. It lift up a little bit. It smelled like a cracked open can of salmon. Like, you didn't use the salmon yet, but you just cracked the shit open. Like, you just left it there. Or your mother boiling eggs trying to make tuna fish, and she just opened the tuna fish. That's what it smelled like. I'm like, throwing money. I'm throwing money, but my head is like back. I'm sitting down. My head is like back in the seat. I'm like, I'm going to just stop throwing money so she could just get up and just fucking leave. Because her shit is smelling type crazy right now. Like, she was valid. It's just that. Pussy stink. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That shit smell. That shit smell like coleslaw. Like that shit stink. My like, it, some of y'all niggas probably laughing. I'm dead ass. Like, you cannot be a stripper with a thong on. Your pussy stink. Like, you can't be walking around with stink pussy. We gotta get an exterminator for you. Like, your gynecologist is gonna have to bring an air freshener when you go see him. Like, this is some real shit. That shit is crazy. So, I'm drunk because I'm already lit from when you went to Turtle Bay. So, my man Julius had the Henny. So, I'm like, all right, let me get some of this shit. Remember, I had the issue with Henny last time. I take a sip. It's disgusting. Turns my stomach. I stop drinking it. So, like I said, before my other podcast, I'm really done with Henny. Like, I can't drink the shit. I tried to drink the shit. It did not work for me. I tried. I tried and I tried. It didn't work for me. So, I'm done with Henny. That's it with that. So, everybody is fucking smacked. Like, oh, God. This is epic, my nigga. On a Friday morning, everybody is fucking smacked out they fucking mind. Henny, all type of shit. Food. We had strippers eating our food and all that, my nigga. Taking chicken wings and all that shit. And I was just watching the strip club, like, they're watching the strippers. And there's a lot of strippers that, you know, it, I, I know there's one thing about myself. It take a certain type of stripper to turn me on. Like, I don't like, I. it's not that you got to be foreign. I just, like, I really found out I, it's personality, sex appeal, and shit like that. Like, a lot of them bitches did not turn me on. And I was just watching ass shaking and my dick did not get hard. That's another thing. My dick wasn't getting hard when I was getting dances, like. You feel me? I think whining is something. I think my dick did get hard for one of them. But, like, my dick did not get hard for most of the guys. I don't know. But I was really watching the hustle of a stripper. Like, they mad cool. It's like, it's, it's, I think a strip club is kind of dope. Because it's like a, it's like a, it's bitches that's there for money. Because this girl, like, a nigga tapped one of the girls that was walking by. She was like, you got money for me? Nigga was then saying that she walked off. It's girls that come there on that bullshit. And there's girls that actually want to sit down while you spend money and talk to you. And some of them, you will stop throwing dollars and they'll still be on your lap, my nigga. Still. I fuck with those type of strippers. And it ain't even got to be on no type of, oh, you trying to bag type shit, just vibing out. Not that I want to fall in love with one, but I respect those girls that's there for their money, too. You feel me? And I look at the strip club kind of different now. Like, I'm more open to it. 
I will go to a different one because I want to see how a different ones is. Because this is Sin City we talking about. And I always heard about it. And I never been to the shit. So, I really, I got a different, like, shout out to the strippers, bro. I got a different perspective on y'all. I got a real different perspective on y'all. I don't think all y'all hoes and shit like that no more. Like, I used to think, because the ones I did encounter that's not, that, that are strippers that not, I haven't been in the strip club with, they usually be doing side hustles. Like, a lot of side hustles. So, I, I, I've been, like, skeptical on fucking with them. You feel me? Like, skeptical. Not, like, you You tend to not view them as regular women. It depends on how they carry themselves. I really learned today it depends on how they carry Because I have friends that strippers, and they are mad cool, and I would never try to hit. But it's a different perspective after you go there. So my weekend basically started on a Thursday. Now, Friday comes. I got to work. You know... I got to do things, but I'm still with it. So it's Friday morning. I decided that I was going to um actually go to the gym. I got my hair cut. I went to the gym right after. I ran a thousand miles. I mean, a thousand miles. I ran. A, I burned a thousand calories. I ran about four miles with the incline on 15. If I'm not mistaken, on the treadmill. So my goal was to burn a thousand calories. I did that. Clap, 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 clap. Clap for myself. Clap for myself. I did that. I'm I'm trying to make that a real goal and trying to do that more often because I'm trying to lose all this weight that I gained because I stopped going to the gym and I was mad active. So Friday comes, I got to go to work. I'm tired. I drink a Red Bull. My day get it cracking. After work, we go out with coworkers. We went to... Some shout out to our spot, Jimmy's. We go to Jimmy's, get our um Long Island, and you be Gucci, Gucci. That Long Island had some of my co-workers hurt, man down. They had yo that that Long Island to have you like lit, like yeah that Long Island to have you bugging out. So we um we um shit. I didn't even know that shit wasn't on. Um. We we fuck around and get, get go there. Then after we went to some shit, some reggae party. So we go to the reggae party or whatever. It's twenty dollars, thirty dollars to get in. I right, so mind you, we trying to figure out like you know how when your coworkers are drunk, you trying to get like the direct, direct um address, and they 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 be drunk, but they be partying. So you it take the mad loan to respond. You like niggas call outside. You don't fire the fuck up. So we get the address. We end up going inside. So as I'm going inside. I'm getting checked. Now, when I'm getting checked, I'm noticing, like, I, I, you know how you get the pad down? I was getting the regular pad down, but this Mexican nigga was just ODing. Like, he was making me take out my wallet. He was making me go in my pockets, pull out my phone charger. He went in my wallet, try to look for drugs. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I ain't got no drugs. Like, bro, I don't do drugs. Like, I know, I know it's their job, but it's like, bro, I don't even look like I do drugs, bro. I don't look like that. I don't even look like that type of nigga. You feel me? So I, I got a little bit disgusted with that shit because that shit got me tight. Usually they pat you down and let you go through. This nigga want to pat me down, go in my pockets. Like, you just doing too much. Like, you, I hate these type of, that type of shit. And it's a reggae party. They usually don't shoot up regular, reggae parties, bro. Them niggas just be partying. Like, dead ass. And it's always fun with, like, with Caribbean people. 
Sometimes I'd rather go to the day parties than a fucking hip hop party based party because they they not on that type of shit. They here to dance with the girls, and and that's it. So I finally get in. It's thirty dollars to get in. We get in. It's lit. O D lit. O D lit. Now I'm not a big fan of soca music. I don't listen to soca music at all. Like, I don't listen to that shit at, at like that. But you know, I wanted to get that experience, like that fucking experience. So cold check was six dollars. I'm like, nah, my nigga, I already paid twenty dollars to get in, get the fuck out of here. So, you know, we ghetto. We find a way a place to put we put our shit behind the trash can. Everybody had their coat behind the trash can. We ah, let's go. Niggas is drinking and shit like that. Um, I'm watching niggas dance and shit like that. So I'm watching niggas dance. This, I swear to God, I I'm I if I'm lying, I'm flying. I seen a nigga one of these suckers. One of these Jamaican songs came on, right? I swear to God. The nigga was doing a leg move. You know, they wiggle their leg in and out. He stone cold stunned the nigga in front of him. I said, yo, this. <laughs> the nigga stone cold stunned the I swear to God, the nigga stone cold stunned the nigga. I said, oh, shit. I need to cut, cut the Jamaican parties. Hell no. <laughs> he stone cold stunned this nigga. It was legal too. The nigga didn't even get tight. I'm like, oh shit, you can stone cold stun the niggas for free. I'ma start stone cold stun the niggas. Fuck it. And I'ma put it on Snap. That shit, I, I really enjoyed that shit. I like when they song come on and them all them niggas have dance battles. I really like um reggae party dance battles. Like rather than hip hop, I like they dance battles. This song, this one song came on, it was like something about a bull rage or some shit like that. These niggas was putting, like, taking their two fingers and putting horns on top of their head, crashing into each other. Like, and nobody was getting tight. Like, I'm like, yo, these reggae parties is wild. I like how the women dance in reggae parties. It's different because they're not just twerking. You actually got to know how to whine and shit like that. So it's like, I enjoyed this reggae party even though I paid too much to get in. I'm going to be honest with you. One of my co-workers, guys, too lit. Like, she was lit, like, finished, hurt. Man, I like seeing niggas hurt. I like when seeing niggas enjoy this, though. So, that, like, that's Thursday and Friday. Like, wh- who knows what today holds? And I, I highly doubt anything's going to go down for today. But I had a great two-day weekend. By the way, I need better money management. I spent like three hundred dollars into this. Like, I don't understand. I need better money management. I need to have a talk with God. So this Sunday, I will be attending church. I probably host the church. So if you if you interested, please come through because I need to get my life together. Because that's crazy. That's crazy. Like, I don't understand how I spent that type of money. You know how you wake up and look at your bank account and try to calculate shit. Like, right, I spent on it. I got a haircut. I was doing that shit this morning. Because I didn't understand. I didn't understand what the fuck was going on. Like, for real. So, that happened. And, um, that happened. My fault for the pause. Um, that happened. And shit like that. So, a little off topic. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, this week... Kendrick Lamar dropped the Heart Four, the Heart Four. I'm gonna just speak on hip hop real quick. Heart Four, hard. That shit is hard, my nigga. I'm sorry, and 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 he black. 
he blacked on him. And I felt like he was throwing shots at uh, Big Sean. I don't know about this Big Sean and Kendrick beef because when I look at it and it's like I'm looking at, like, they saying it stemmed from no more interviews and control and all of this shit. And no more interviews, it don't sound like it's directed to Big Sean. I mean, at Kendrick Lamar, it's like, niggas saying they the savior of hip-hop. How many rappers say that? So it can't be that. It's just that the one person that y'all, that, that's the best at saying that. Y'all niggas take him and put him in the equation like, all right, he got to be talking about Kendrick. And it's not always like that. So I don't know. But I do know that Kendrick is shooting back at that nigga on the hard four. And he's wilding on him. See, and a lot of people, they not really big Sean fans and they not really Kendrick fans. I'm not going to sit here and say that Kendrick can't beat him, can't murder him. But what I'm trying to say is that Big Sean is not no slouch. Like, he'd do better than Drake versus um Kendrick. I, I, I'm, I guarantee Big Sean would do better than Drake, uh, Drake if they had to go at Kendrick at the same time. And I think that K-Dot going to end up fucking around bringing the best out of Big Sean. And I do think it's a, it's a part of me that think that K-Dot, Kendrick Lamar, could kill that nigga. He could kill a lot of niggas his aggression. Kendrick Lamar gets out like seven words in like one sentence. You feel me? It's a, it's like the nigga rap pattern and the nigga rap style is, just, is way different than a lot of niggas. So I just think that the media is hyping this shit. It needs to be hip-hop and stay hip-hop. Because y'all niggas be creating jealousy between two artists that really, really don't got beef with each other. Like, they really don't got beef with each other. And y'all niggas just be, like, drawing up stupid-ass comparisons or making things seem what it's not and shit like that. And then it's like, all right, the hard four drops. So then, after the hard four fucking uh, Twitter erupts, as usual, Twitter erupts. After Twitter erupts, a few days later, Kendrick drops. Kendrick drops fucking humble video. Now I'm not a big fan of the song. I mean the beat, the beat. Let's say that the lyrics is tight. The beat is wacky to me. The video is super fire, super fire. I agree with everybody that's saying this. And I think it's kind of dope that when Kendrick dropped this shit, everybody everybody was on Instagram, like, posting this shit. Like, when he was like, he liked natural women and shit like that. Everybody was posting. I, can't, I think it was kind of dope. I think it was kind of dope to do that. Like, that was one of the dope things to me about this Kendrick, this Kendrick song. Everybody respected it. Everybody, like, the visuals is retarded. And usually Kendrick and J. Cole don't get no love on the internet like that. The Migos do. Niggas that's on the internet on a daily basis. You feel me? Flashing on the internet. Them niggas, them niggas get love, but not like real lyricists get love. And I'm happy that Kendrick is dropping the album because, it, like I said, the game need balance. Like, you got mad trap, mad ignorant shit, but you don't got no conscious music. Like, a nigga could tell you, a nigga can rap bitch this, bitch that, but a nigga can't tell you why he got this dislike for women or why he doesn't believe in women. And I feel like that's what them niggas bring to the game. They'll tell you why, and they'll tell you doing it is wrong. And a lot of niggas don't have that. A lot of niggas don't have that. A lot of people don't have that. 
a lot of fucking rappers don't have that. So I'm really enjoying this week of hip hop, to be honest with you. And it's been a minute, maybe because Kendrick is dropping some some new shit. Um, another thing I would like to speak on is 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 more life. Like, I'm gonna just give you the five people that stay in rotation on my on on my daily basis: Cole, Kendrick, Drake, Jay Z, and Kanye. Those are my five go-to artists. Those are my five artists that I listen to on a daily basis. And I've been a Drake fan since LimeWire was out. Me watching Drake evolve as a as a um a rapper, artist, whatever you want to label him as, is dope. Though I felt like he puts a lot a lot of work in his singing and going pop because pop then makes him universal more than just like you're more than just a rapper when you get into that pop section. And if you ever study hip-hop itself you would know that every rapper goes pop or every rapper tries to branch off to another genre of music jay-z did it with hard night life he did it with lincoln park etc so drake really studies the the game he studied the game real well but it's like i i play in the nba but then in my all seasons instead of me just like chilling I go play overseas ball or I play in charity games or some shit like that. It's like, I know basketball and hip hop always have the comparison. They always have the, um, that's always the go-to for people. Like those hip hop and basketball always go together. But that's how I feel personally about what Drake does. And then this last album, if you had to ask me personally, my favorite album from Drake is nothing was the same. That's my favorite album from Drake. Because I like the rapping on there. I feel like he really rapped on there. And I feel like all the other albums, it was just for that internet vibe. And I see, now that I went to the strip club, I see why he does what he do. Because when you go to the strip club, you could play a Drake album. And it's just bumping through the whole night. And bitches are shaking their ass to it. So I see his target. So not only do he target kids with sing-alongs and easy lyrics and easy songs to sing along. He, he hits the strip club. He hits... The radio. His street shit could be played because he's either featured on a big street hit song. You see me? He cover all charts. And more life is a playlist. I it's, it's real hard for me to judge it. And I had to put it I have to put it at the bottom of the Drake albums, bro. The reason why I gotta put it at the bottom because it's not well structured. And like everybody like he said, it's a playlist. It's a playlist of a he felt like it's his life. Um I respect it. I respect it, but I'm not a big... It gets played. Don't get me wrong. It gets played. It gets played by me. I'm not going to sit here and bash it like, oh, I think it's whack. Nah, it gets played by me because any type of new Drake gets played. That's when. That's what we in. He's he's at the top of the game. But I do feel like Drake has reached his ceiling, and he cannot go no higher no more. Like, Drake can't go no higher than where he is right now. What can he do? Just give us a straight rap album? That would be impressive. But I highly doubt he's doing that because the numbers. Apple Music being a big investor or, or big promotion in him itself. He's breaking stream records. And I'm not a big fan of the stream shit because that's, that really don't check the hardcore stats of niggas buying CDs. Like I like niggas to get up and buy CDs. I like niggas to purchase niggas' albums on iTunes. You feel me? It's Streaming is like, ugh. Streaming is like, I think it's like every... I don't know the calculation for streaming, but it's not regular. Like, it's not like, oh, one person streaming, that's an album sale. 
And then streaming is it's just playing it. It's not even really purchasing it. You could just listen to it on Spotify. And that counts as a like a listen. That shit is kind of corny to me. That shit is kind of because you're changing the game. Because imagine if a nigga like Lil Wayne when his reign was and his stardom and his years of dominating the charts, he had streaming. Just imagine that shit, bro. Like Lil Wayne sold a million when LimeWire was out. Niggas ain't doing that shit. And everybody had LimeWire illegally downloading the Carter 3. You feel me? It's like, that's why I don't really respect this streaming shit. Because if you put a nigga like Wayne and Jay-Z in that, or Kanye, in that same predicament when streaming, Kanye's still in it. But you put them niggas actively like how they, how, how they was. And then now, and it's like, them niggas would have been killing the fucking game. Killing the fucking game. So it's like hard for me to even like a stream. Oh, he's breaking like streaming. I can't count streaming, bro. I'm sorry. I just can't count streaming. Like it's something I have against streaming. That's not like real to me. Like that is definitely not real to me. I just I really feel like Drake can't go no higher. And I feel like everybody gasses whatever he puts out too. That's another thing that I do. I just. Everybody, oh, I like, like, be a, be, be unbiased, bro, when it comes to music. Don't be biased just because he dropped his hot, like, when I first heard J. Cole album, I didn't like it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck is this? Then I did my research on it, and I'm like, oh, it's a letter to the, you know what I'm saying? It's a letter to, uh, it's a letter to his friend that died, James, daughter. I'm like, this shit is hard. Like, this shit is a masterpiece. Do I think it's better than Forrest Hill Drive? No. I'm unbiased when it comes to J. Cole and Kendrick. I wasn't feeling this humble song, but I like what the shit he's saying. And a lot of people are, are, are biased as fuck. And that shit is so corny because you can't have a hip-hop debate with them. They want to, yeah, but look, he's... And then it comes to, they get off the narrative, like, they... they we go from arguing about Drake's best album to... You asking me who my favorite artist is and comparing them Drake numbers to his numbers. When we, the argument started with Drake, this Drake album, you feel me? And, I, and you got to learn how to debate hip hop. You got to know your history. You got to you got to really study hip hop, like rap pattern, rap sales. Um, where's this person trying to? You got to really know your knowledge. I can't really talk hip hop with everybody. A nigga that's like everybody's a Drake fan, nigga. You could just sit there and just like. Like, yo, yeah, my nigga Drake is like, but you really can't argue or debate hip-hop. I asked you your top five, you're going to say Drake, 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 Drake. That's probably more than five Drakes, I don't care. But that's my point. Like, niggas don't know how to talk about hip-hop, bro. Just saying anything, just to have a conversation or be in a conversation. Like, that's the thing. Like, hip-hop... You got to really study this shit. You got to really be listening to niggas like Redman and um, Wu-Tang and Dipset and Outkast and Eminem, Royce the 5'9". I listen to everybody. You got to really like listen to music to really know what you're talking about. You got to even go into different genres of music to even know what the rapper is talking about. Because Jay-Z dropped names and I don't be knowing the niggas and I search the niggas. I'm like, oh, oh, shit. Holy shit. But besides, that's my critique on more life. The Kendrick shit. 
And I could tell you what album I'm really anticipating at this point. I'm not trying to put no hype behind it. I'm really anticipating Logic album. I enjoy Under Pressure, and I like the second one. Uh, the Incredible Try to the I can't remember the name. The Incredible True Story. My fault, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm anticipating Logic album. I watch a lot of Logic interviews to try to see where he headed with this one, and it, it sounds deep. It sounds real deep, and I sound impressed by it. So that's like really why I like I, I like that shit like that I like Logic a lot and I think the corny part about Logic is that everybody tries to put him in a category like the nigga's black and white the nigga you want he can be considered black you can't call J Cole black but then call Logic not black that's so corny you can't call Drake black but then call Logic not black. These niggas would have been slaves. So it's like, y'all put them in a white people category or backpack rapper and it's corny. Like, I think that's very ignorant of people to do that. Because if you go by what what was said back in the days, if you have one ounce of black in you, you're black. 1% black, you're black. So stop trying to take him and put him in a different category and shit like that. Okay, a brief update on me, though. Everybody that listens to my podcast, I would like feedback from those that listen to my podcast. Like, I want y'all to literally write me on whatever social media you got. My social media is Instagram, Corey Cass, C-O-R-Y-C-A-S-H. That's if nobody has me on Instagram that's listen to my podcast. Twitter, um, Corey Cash again, C-O-R-Y-C-A-S-H. Um, YouTube is Corey Space Cash. Um, I'm gonna start doing more active things on YouTube. So if you got any suggestions of what you want me to see me do on YouTube, hit me up. Let me know. I'm still going along with the. Uh, I'm still going along with this podcast shit. Oh, that's what I forgot to tell y'all. As I was dancing in the reggae party, back to the reggae party. Um. A nigga ran up to me. A nigga ran up to me. He was like, yo, you Corey Cash, right? Yo, my nigga, I fuck with your podcast. And I was like, yo, that shit is crazy. Like, the impact. And that's this is what I do it for. Like, I do it for those type of reactions. I don't do it for the hate. I know on social media, if you follow me on Instagram, it may seem like I'm complaining about things I see and why I just don't choose not to exit out. But the ultimate goal is to... I want to be a black man in power to inspire other people and to give my closest friends and family jobs to where they financially stable and making money is not the issue. You can now focus on the inner things, the in, the um internal things that you're really displeased with. Because now the financials, is, because I feel like as human beings, we deal, we deal with a lot of Different type of situations of things that we can't get done at once. So let's say, imagine if right now, if a person that's in your family or a close friend that you consider family puts you in a position where you're financially stable. So now you can have money to go see a psychiatrist to find out what's the self-esteem issues or a psychiatrist, you have money to go to a psychiatrist. 
So this is like the goals. I like I like this podcast shit because I can speak to y'all and y'all can give me y'all feedback whether y'all disagree or agree. And I like that aspect of it. And I like that aspect of me being in a reggae party and people stopping me. You know what I'm saying? I just got stopped. Like today when I went to the um the fucking store, I went to the store. Nigga was driving. Nigga, yo, nigga rolled down his window. Yo, Corey. I'm like, oh, what's good? Yo, who this? He like, yo, Joel from um. Joel from um and Facebook, nigga. I'm like, yo, what you doing? You living around? He like, nah, I'm about to go back to VA, but I'm about to go get my hair cut. And I'm, I'm like, yo, good look. Like, that type of shit. When black people do that type of shit to me, I fuck with it and I love it. Because I feel like now I'm serving my purpose that God put me here for. To inspire, to, 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 to entertain those that need it, that want it. You feel me? That support me. You support me, I'm always going, I'm never I'm never in a bad mood to where I don't want to talk to people or don't want to be acknowledged. Of course, everybody wants their space and their privacy, but I love the love I'm getting right now. Like, And I see it. You know why I like it? Because I see me building. Like, all the work I put in, all these funny jokes, sometimes I don't be getting the reaction I want. And I be looking like, fuck, like if I had this, this amount of money. But I see it building now. It's It's different. It's different than Vine. Like when you in a when you was in office on Vine, you lived in the Vine world where everybody knew you. But now that it's in New York City and you got a nigga that's I think he from VA or if he from here, you got niggas like able to that nigga that saw me in that reggae party, he walked from like the other side of the party to say what up to me. You feel me? And then shout out to that nigga. He like, I fuck with your podcast. You feel me? And it's like that type of shit I like, bro. This is the part of love that's missing, bro. This is why you got to accept it. Because love don't got to always be in the intimate sense. It, it, it can be appreciation and acknowledgement. And I live for that. If I'm if I'm not, I feel like I'm not doing my job if I don't get that type of reaction. And it's not about the fame thing. It's more about without that person saying that, then I ain't shit. I ain't doing nothing. I'm just sitting in the house doing podcasts. If a nigga could come up to me and be like, I'm I'm ringing a bell in his head. I'm I'm inspiring him to do something, or I give him a reason why Sundays he want to. Yo, I'm about to go to the gym. I'm about to just listen to this nigga podcast. You feel me? I live for those type of moments, and that's the type of shit I like. So, shout out to all, everybody. Everybody like a lot of people that text me now listen to my podcast. They like I right, I see this nigga is very serious about his podcast. The only thing I don't like doing is like super promoting. I don't like promoting and promoting and promoting. But I'm gonna start promoting myself more on YouTube and and podcasts because um I need to get bigger. I need to get where I when I'm in a comfortable situation where I ain't gotta work a nine to five no more. Even though I enjoy the people I work with. It's just waking up to go to 9 to 5 is just kind of annoying. I've been doing this since I was 18. It's too repetitive. And when things become repetitive to me, I get kind of bored with it. And I don't think podcast is one of them because I could be joined by somebody or I could be in different places. Or I did something new in a week to where I could tell y'all about it. So y'all, y'all stick with me. Y'all support me. And I'm going to continue to give y'all podcasts every week. So, and I, I I appreciate everybody that's listening. I, I mean it in a genuine sense. Like, I really appreciate everybody that listens. Even the people that listen and don't say nothing. I fuck with you. 
Because some, pe- some people may be in a position to where we, me and them are not on good terms, but they still listen. Now, fuck with that. You still support me. You love me from a distance. Okay, I acknowledge it. And I fuck with the people that text me after my podcast is dropping. Like, yo, I listen to this shit in the gym. And wow, I know you went through this. I, I fuck with that shit. And I want y'all to keep supporting me because it's motivating. I want y'all to have a beautiful, blessed day at that. And last but not least, I want y'all to all know y'all fucking ugly. And I don't like, I don't really like none of y'all, like, to be honest with you. Nah, nigga, <laughs> change a nigga whole move. Wait, didn't he say he love us? What the fuck? The fuck? Didn't this nigga say he love us? Oh, yo. Oh, another thing, another thing, another thing. I watched that Dave Chappelle stand up. Please check it out if you got Netflix, please. It's different. The nigga's hilarious. I'm just keep it short. I think the next podcast I'm gonna talk about it more. Cause I he made me kinda wanna do stand up. And it's about mastering it with me. So I'ma talk more about it. I'm gonna talk more about it next I swear to God next podcast. I have to talk about that shit. But yo, peace and blessings, man. Enjoy y'all day and I'm fucking out of here, man. Holla at y'all. Next Sunday. Wherever you go, however you go. For energy on the go, it's got to be 5-Hour Energy. It works fast, it works long, it tastes good, and with zero sugar and four calories, there's nothing holding you back. Fits your pocket, fits your backpack, fits your on-the-go life, whether you're going to work, going on vacation, or just going out with friends. 5-Hour Energy. Energy on the go. For more information, visit 5-HourEnergy.com. Hurry into Old Navy this Saturday for a one-day denim deal you can't miss. Jeans are just 10 bucks for women, 7 bucks for kids. That's right, one day only. This Saturday, get $10 denim at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 3-2, select styles only.